Hey guys, welcome to episode 20 of the Blue Sky Lounge, a Disney Imagineering podcast. I am your host, Tyler Iango. Now, the Blue Sky Lounge is a community where people can come and share their blue sky ideas for anything Disney, whether it's a new idea for an attraction, a restaurant, or even a bathroom concept. We want to hear about it and discuss it. Now, you can subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. Now, if this is your first time listening or watching the show, welcome. Go back to our YouTube channel and view our past episodes. And if you have any ideas for any future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Now, our guest this week is Adria. She and I discussed Splash Mountain, both with the upcoming reimagineering that's going to take place with the Princess and the Frog, as well as our own ideas of what we would have liked to have uh, possibly made Splash Mountain into. So please welcome Adria to the show. All right. Well, today we have Adria with us. How are you doing today, Adria? I'm doing fabulous. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you. All right. So we're talking about Splash Mountain today. Uh, this was a topic that you picked. We put out a, a request, uh, like a, almost kind of like a job application out on Facebook, and you were one of our uh, people that applied through that volunteer job application. Um, and I said, all right, this is going to be your show. What do you want to talk about? And you chose Splash Mountain. Yes. Classic ride. Yep. Soon to be getting a new makeover with Princess and the Frog. First question is, how do you feel about that? I'm ecstatic about it. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, um, I love Splash Mountain on a hot day. If you can yep. get a fast pass for it, right there, always one of the first things. And I always, I figured out now how to put my feet up so they don't get wet. So I'm good for the rest oh. of the day. But, um, the, uh, it's very outdated. Don't get me wrong. I love the music. Mm-hmm. I have the kids don't know what it's really about. Yeah. Um, it's one of Disney's dark paths that, yeah. you know, we all have a past and the music is great, but it's definitely time for a newer audience. Yeah. It's, you know, a newer generation and yeah. it still fits the theme of New Orleans Square and Critter Country. Absolutely. So it meshes everything perfectly together still without skipping a beat. <laughs> it does fit very well, um, especially because of that topic uh, or that that uh, item. So, the one thing that I'm really excited for, like the, the movie, I find is just such a nice, good-hearted movie, but it's still kind of dark and twisty. I find it's a very much it kind of reminds me of like the old kind of princess movies, like Snow White, Sleeping Beauty, Lion King. Uh, where there's yeah. that undertone of dark and depressing on the side, and yet everything uh, works out great on the end. Yeah, um, whereas, you know, I find that a lot of the newer princess movies, like, Beauty and the Beast is like, yeah, it's dark, but it's I don't find it reminiscent of those old Disney classics, whereas I feel Princess and the Frog, especially with, like, you know, The Shadow Man, Dr. Facilier, and, and all that, I, I just, I feel very much more nostalgic about it when I watch it. So. What, what's really, really interesting about it, it was actually the last animated movie that they have done. Right. 
the last several years. And so it gives that node back to, you know, Ariel, um, The Little Mermaid, Cinderella. It goes back to Disney's roots. Not always, not everything has been like computerized. Yeah. You know, Disney was founded on drawing, step-by-step, -step, painting, and I've been to the Disney studios and seen where they did everything by hand and that's what makes it 10 times better. Yeah. And more, instead of just having a computer do everything for you or not do everything, but you know, it's, it's more fun. And yeah. it's in the, the way that they did the story, they did their research, which don't get me wrong. They do their research for every single movie. They mm -hmm. go ham in, but the fact that, you know, they do the, they got New Orleans pretty down you know they have the the voodoo that you know it's a big part of new orleans there's voodoo shops everywhere yeah. and you know it's and also with the time period that it in it kind of talks about you know things were segregated but not you know people yeah. still fought along with everybody and yeah. there's still that undertone it's very realistic yeah absolutely. and that's what i really appreciate and yeah you still learn something from the story yeah even though a lot of these new movies now, they're all just music. Don't get me wrong, I'm a music person and I've always loved musicals, but I feel like every time I'm with um, my best friend's husband, he, as soon as another song comes on, he goes, oh dear Lord, I love Disney, but oh dear Lord. <laughs> he won't watch them with us half the time, but with those, it's not like every other second is a song. Yeah. They take their time and they write the songs and they, it's just more genuine, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely, I get that for sure. Um, okay, so let's let's kind of talk about Splash Mountain, maybe some of our favorite parts of it, um, and then we'll go into this whole new retheming of it and talk about like what might fit where, and then hopefully maybe um, we can talk about maybe a different theme that you might have come up with or that I might have come up with, and we can talk about that. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right, so uh, Splash Mountain, what what's your favorite part of the ride? Oh, the big drop at the end. <laughs> well, aside from the big drop at the end, what's your favorite part of the ride? I love how it goes from inside to outside. Um, huh. You know, you get to see the outside, you get to see the people. So you get, even though like on a hot day, you get the water splashing on you, yet you get to go back in the sun. Because yeah. inside where the like darker parts are or whatever, it's cold. It is it's cold. Water and there's AC going on and on a hot day, like that feels good. But then it's also nice to like go back outside. Yeah, yeah. And they also like the this few little small drops. Yeah. They still freak you out, even though yeah. you know it's coming. Yeah. Still get a little bit wet, right? It's just, yeah, it's, exactly. It's just, it's just a teaser. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a teaser. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. There's, there's some drops in here. Yep. <laughs> What's um? I I'm kind of the same way. I I love the ride. I it is very cold inside, absolutely, and usually not a ride that I would go on in the winter. Oh. Um, but yeah, I, I, my favorite, um, my favorite aspect of it, I just love like the animatronics in it. I think they're so well done. Each one kind of, each scene has like their own little story. And, and I just think like one of the first memories that I have from when I was little was going on Splash Mountain for the first time. And I remember, I think it's in the laughing place where the turtles are on their back and they're spinning around on top of the water and that, yeah. it's just one of my first memories that I have from when I was a little kid um but it, it's it's you know especially like the laughing place is just one of those places that always makes you smile when you go in it's just so funny and so like chipper and cheerful and stuff 
the song is so catchy. It's, right? you can't get it. It's, it's better. I'd rather have that stuck in my head than It's a Small World. Oh, uh, yeah. Either, either one I could get caught in my head. Yeah, but I feel like it's zippity doo dah is it's a little bit happier, and then it's it just it's you smile the entire time. It's it's a happy song, and um, I feel you on the the whole memory thing. Actually, my husband has a photo at his mom's house on the um, one of their like where their office is, and it's with when his grandparents with went with them and on Splash Mountain. Yeah. And so his sister came down for their 21st birthday and all of us kids with their significant others recreated that and we have it uh, to it. You know, they were kids with their parents and then, you know, us as adults now going by ourselves and having a grand old time. And so it's just, it's been around for generations and generations and it's yeah. still a beloved ride. I, I don't remember this memory, but when I was like, I must've been like four, I'm guessing. Um, my parents and I went down and we were lining up for a parade and Brer Bear was like part of like the pre-parade and he's like walking around and he's like, he like brought me out into the street to like dance and I didn't want to do it. And then he started like walking away and I, and I started chasing after him. My parents were like, no, no, go. <laughs> yeah, um, it's just one of, the, again, one of those early memories that just kind yeah. of popped me out. Um, yeah, the, the, whole, the whole ride I think is just so well done. Um, I, and I am completely with you that it does need to have a, a, an, up, an uplift, a facelift kind of thing. Um, was I sad to hear that it's going to change? Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorites. But, you know, I always have faith in the Disney Imagineers. Everybody was worried when Star Wars was announced. And like, oh my God, what are they going to do for Star Wars? Kind of thing. But, you know, like, yeah. they, they were great. A company has to grow. A company has to keep the new generations happy yeah so i'm i'm very much looking forward to this ride when it does come out um i'm uh, i'm really like i i have a big music background in my life i'm really into jazz music i'm gonna i'm super looking forward to hearing like the music the original music or if they're gonna reuse the music from the movie yeah uh, i think it's gonna be a lot of fun that way so oh, definitely definitely i completely agree um, so what parts of the movie of Princess and the Frog do you think they're going to bring into this attraction? I definitely think the, um, the dark park on the incline, the, the most scary part of what it is now, I think that's when she's going to be battling the Shadow Man. Yeah. I definitely think that's when she's going to be battling the Shadow Man. Um, the beginning, I'm trying to remember because it's been a while, it's been a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> since I've been on it yeah. um, and I even before that it was winter time and I don't go on it unless there's a fast pass line for it or I get it um, but the the whole like going dark and around that where it's like inside and it goes around I think that'll be them stuck in the swamp trying to yeah. fight the alligators because yeah. um, that fits in with kind of the theme of dark and gloomy mm -hmm. and another one will be them traveling down the river with the crocodile trying to find uh, Mama Odie yeah, right. Um, I definitely think where the tree is, they're going to put Mama Odie's house up there, which I know it's in the design of it or whatever, but I think that fits perfectly, and then it doesn't get rid of the aesthetic of the tree on top. Yeah, yeah. Um, the ending will be them... I know they don't get married on a steamboat or whatever, but I'm sure it'll be the scene of everybody from the movie going yeah. out with a bang. Yeah. Um, 
I well, it's very easy to slide everything in there. Yeah, I remember when the movie first came out and they were promoting it. They had um, the characters from Princess and the Frog go around the steamboat around around the rivers of America kind of thing. So I would not be surprised at all if they put the characters on that steamboat at the end, for sure. Yeah, because I mean, that's something they don't have to tear down. It's right? something really they just have to replace the animatronics with new animatronics or redress them. Or yeah. it's making, it's revamping, but also not spending an arm and a leg to completely create something new. Because I mean, it's not cheap to yeah. shut down. I mean, all of this time, if I was running the Disney parks, it's like, okay, we say we're going to be doing all this stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. We have it closed. We can get our workers in there. Because my husband works in landscape construction and actually works at a lot of these amusement parks doing the landscaping. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's worked at Universe. His company's worked at Universal. His company has also worked at Disney. A lot of the stuff they have to do is at night. Yeah. So they have a very small window to get everything open. So it's like, why wouldn't they want to finish the Avengers campus? They would want to go ahead and redo everything for the rides because it's you know no one's there you can get a lot more done absolutely they and like you said like whenever disney has to you know work in the parks when it's front guest facing they always have to do it at nighttime so you know what they should like you said for avengers right now they're they're taking advantage of it and they're trying to get that land done when there's no guests in the park because they can work literally all day and all night if they need all day to. and all night yeah because it's like I, I mean our disneyland usually closes at midnight yeah most of the nights of the week half the time they can't even get everybody out of the park until 1 a.m yeah. maybe yeah. and then the parks are kind of open sometimes at 6 a.m so you yeah. have like a four to five hour window yeah that's right? not a lot yeah not a lot especially, especially around the holidays when they're getting all the holiday decorations up oh that blows my mind right? which i mean have everything as being a, a theater kid and why not you have to have everything timed yeah perfectly being on schedule working in unison and i mean they're the same people that do it every single year so they've got it like a well-oiled machine yeah but still like six hours to put up you know yeah. a 50 foot christmas tree and oh, all yeah. stuff on main street it's ridiculous it's crazy uh, anyway, getting back to Splash Mountain. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I think they should be utilizing this time that they're closed. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's been a year. You yeah. could have gotten a lot to, and since they just now announced also, you know, changing of Jungle Cruise, go ahead and change all that you want to, you know, update things, update the rides, yeah. give them yeah. fresh paint, you know, yeah. take advantage of it. I understand we're in a pandemic and whatnot, but you know what? When people come back, look, they painted a... Walt Disney World's castle. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and give everything a facelift. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm like I said, I'm super excited, looking forward to the to the scenes that are going to be coming in there. Um, I definitely agree that with the the kind of darker inside parts, it's going to be like them in the swamp and everything. Uh, for some strange reason, I have the feeling that like the laughing place from the current ride is going to be kind of like. The part in, I can't remember exactly where in the movie it is, but it's the part when they first run into Ray the light bug. The... Yes, Raymond. Yeah, Raymond. Ray yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take you down, we're gonna take you down. Like going down the bayou. Yep. That part, for some strange reason. I, I think why. that's actually, I totally forgot about that. I actually just watched, started watching Princess and the Frog the other night because it's, it's a classic and I just put yeah. it on the background and 
he's gonna have a very big part of it. I hope so. He is my favorite character in that whole movie. Oh, Raymond and, uh, oh my god, Evangeline. And having yeah. Evangeline in the background. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, re I, I really hope they do. I really hope, I know in the concept art, on, on the concept art, they have like Lewis the Alligator playing his trumpet. I really hope they like really utilize that character as well. Um, he was a big part of that movie and I think made that movie, or was a big part in making that movie as popular as it was because he was just so funny. Such a funny character. Oh, him and Raymond, just literally. And I mean, he, like an alligator that's a scary cat. Come right. on. I mean, come on. <laughs> Who doesn't want to go to a voodoo place, but he's like, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm not going to do it. I just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm really intrigued to see as well, the whole queuing outside of it and seeing like how they, how they clean the view of it. Yeah. Um, I. It wouldn't surprise me if they even have part of like Tiana's restaurant. Ooh, that would. That your little bridge area, making that into the restaurant. Yeah. And like you're waiting in line to go to the restaurant or you're waiting in line to go to uh the masquerade party yeah. um i mean there's a bunch of different things in the beginning that and disney's really really good about making it immersive and especially revamping things now making the lines immersive and yeah. making it a part of the ride instead of just a waiting queue yeah for sure yeah i'm i'm really excited to see like the theming of the of the queue and and see how that goes as well um, yeah, so is there anything else about the, the new um, theming coming to the ride that you're really excited for? That they're re they're, re the, they're cleaning the water. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> That's probably just me or whatever, but you, I don't know when the last time that thing's been cleaned out. It needs to right? be cleaned out. I know they're in the swamp, but still I want clean swamp water. Yeah, right? <laughs> Excellent. I love that. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I love Splash Mountain. I do. I just, I, there's days where I'm like, I don't want to walk around soaking wet. I have to make sure, you know, the clothes that I wear if we're going to go on that ride. But now it's like, I want to go on that ride again. Yeah. I'm excited to go on that ride again. And that's what I think Disney's trying to bring back to it. It's people yeah. excited to go on ride, new rides, even though it's the same one. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so uh, if you could theme Splash Mountain to anything, what would you want to theme it as? I thought about this and I was really, it was really hard because I'm like, okay, what would fit in that land? Because Disney is very strategic on how they fit everything. Absolutely. And how everything morphs. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I could really think of was, I know they got rid of it in California Adventure. They could bring it back and do Bugs Life. Because I mean, they have this colony. Yeah. You can be in their colony fighting off the crickets. Yeah. Um, and yet it still kind of matches the outdoor aesthetic of New Orleans and Critter Country. Okay. It's, I, I feel like there's not a lot of movies like that that it would be easy mm -hmm. to put in there. I, I honestly, I don't think they could have chosen anything better, but I think Bugs Life, if they, you know, it's one of those, I love Bugs Life. I think it's an amazing movie. It's one and, of the most underrated ones for sure. Oh, completely. But I just feel like the land that they had in California Adventure, it was only meant for little kids. And it's like, I like A Bug's Life, too. Yeah. Like, so that I would probably do Bug's Life. 
okay. to bring back the nostalgia from California Adventure. I I really like that idea. I think that having, you know, like Heimlich and, and everybody from the circus would be a lot of fun. Um, and having a giant, like, I mean, come on, how could you not want a big giant bug? Right? And feeling like you're a part of it. That's what I feel like would be very immersive of it. Yeah. Instead of, which, and that's what I liked about the land. Literally, the the lamps were the lightning bugs' butts. Yeah. And with the, they literally made you feel like you were a part of it, and now you can still be a part of it and live in the ant colony and go through what they're going through yeah. and go through Flake's journey. Yeah. It's, it's, the Bugs Life Land was a very early, I don't want to say this because it wasn't a, a test, but it is, it's almost like it was a test for Cars Land. Because when Cars Land opened, everybody's like, oh my God, this land is amazing. You walk into Radiator Springs, but a Bugs Life Land was right beside it and you literally walked into a Bugs Life. Like, what's, what's the difference? I, I feel like with a Bugs Life, they made it, but with, with Cars Land, adults and kids love it. Absolutely. With Land, yes. they really made it geared towards kids. And yes. Usually me and my husband just use that as a quick gate to get to Guardians of the Galaxy slash exactly. Challenger. Yeah. It's just a pass through. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you see strollers parked everywhere, and I was like, oh dear God, if I was a mom here, I'd have a panic attack. Like, yeah. it's, it's just, it's kind of where, there's always that one little area of amusement parks where the kiddie area and then yeah. it's like I feel like Disney now is like no we want all of the family to enjoy it together absolutely yeah yeah so I think bringing back that nostalgic feeling of a bug's life into Splash Mountain would be really cool um absolutely I think um I don't know how you would incorporate the drop with a bug's life but I feel like the drop would be when they finally um the bird when the bird is taking uh, the grasshoppers down. Yeah. Literally just coming down on them. Yeah. And then um, literally they all live happily ever after and the crickets go away. Beak coming down, kind of, yeah. Kind of like in the Jurassic Park rides where literally, you know, it comes out to eat you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, um, that's a really good idea. I really like that idea. I, I think again like a really underappreciated movie um one of, one of pixar's first movies yeah yeah so it's it's, it's the um, building blocks of everything now yeah and it's like give a nod to those look fantasy land is a nod to all of the original disney movies yeah i've actually never seen brother bear or yeah. if i did it was a really really long time ago i i saw it when it was first in theaters and I think I saw it again a couple years ago with my kids. Um, so I don't really remember the story that much, um, but I vaguely remember it's about uh, a Native American um, First Nations person who goes on a quest from his village to- um, turns into his spirit animal, the bear. Yeah, yeah, so it's- Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. On their journey to, to kind of like become a man and they turn into the spirit animal and he turns into a bear and then he kind of melds into this um, bear colony and, and he's able to talk to the other bears and stuff. So he kind of adopts a, a younger brother um, while he's in this colony. And I just, I, and if I remember right, the village that he came from 
is hunting the bear colony. So he's having this, his two worlds kind of like fight against each other because he wants to protect the little bear that's his new little brother, but he doesn't want to hurt the people from his original village. So right, um, he's on a journey trying to figure yeah. out what is he meant to be. Exactly. Yeah. So I I think that this could work very well for this ride. You, it fits perfectly with the Critter Country theme. You could have, you know, in the laughing in the laughing place area you could have like a big forested like you know there, isn't there one part where they're like running through and like there's a song there or something i just remember it from the commercials i'm sure there is them are running through. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, i i vaguely remember seeing the commercial because it was like the late 90s early 2000s that it came out yeah i think it's the early 2000s if i remember okay. right so um but yeah i i I think the Laughing Place would be like this big forested area where you kind of meet all the other characters of the movie, like the two, uh, Ruck and Turk from, uh, played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas from uh, Second City Television. I don't know if you know, they had these two characters on that show named Bob and Doug McKenzie. Uh, and they're like a stereotypical Canadian, um, two stereotypical Canadian guys who had like a, their own kind of like public access show essentially was what it was. Okay. And it was on this comedy sketch show. Um, but they, Disney asked these two guys to be the voices of the two moose and kind of base it off their characters from SCTV, so. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, so they're, they kind of play like these two stereotypical Canadian people but as moose um <laughs> and they definitely made the movie for that for sure <laughs> i remember the mooses and the commercials being the funniest part of it yeah and bantering with each other <laughs> absolutely um, so I, I think that would be a really good fit for that area um i think that um you could almost have it in the ride where you're following kenai through and you, you go with him as he leaves his village and then as he becomes a bear and then go through the, the whole thing of a, um, him being a bear and then I think the big drop would be like him kind of coming to his decision of what he wants to do and as you round the corner you kind of see that he decided to stay a bear and everything and you kind of finish off the story. I think that would fit really well. It would. Um, I, mean, yeah. they, I mean they did have the, the country bears as a movie or whatever but didn't they have that at one point at or no, the bear, no. Country Bear the movie. Yeah. Going crazy. Yeah. yeah, and they had that in Disney World. Yeah, they sell Country Bears in Disney World, yeah. Yeah, and since they don't have it here, I mean, they could bring it back, but it's could. just, they could. Um, and there's even nods to the Country Bear, like, you can find them throughout Splash Mountain. You can find them flipped backwards in the signs and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And if I remember right, I think I remember seen somewhere that that because country bears is where winnie the pooh is now there is nods to country bears in the winnie the pooh attraction if i'm not mistaken they're also there too yep so um yeah so i i would definitely think that a country bear attraction could work there for sure um <laughs> it'd be kind of fun actually having like all the country bears kind of do like their own little scenes and stuff and yeah um that would be a good, a good one as well yeah, I definitely, but I, I, 
I think there's many options that Disney could have gone with, but I, I definitely don't think they could have chosen a better one. Um, I mean, little girls love princesses. Uh, you know, the boys love Dr. Felici or, you know, the prince. Or There's so many different characters to fall in love with or Mama Odie or uh, Raymond. Like, I mean, it's just, it's one of those movies, especially as a diehard Disney fan myself, that, you know, it's a new animated movie and it's, I feel like they're just making so many new rides for, you know, they're going back to Star Wars land and, you know, the nostalgic of it's like, how about we do some newer stuff? Yeah. So. Absolutely. For sure. Perfect. All right. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on to the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. And I'm hoping that you'll be able to come back and we'll have another show uh, and talk about some new stuff. I'd be more than happy to. Um, you know, my Disney fix right now is watching Disney Plus, and I haven't been to downtown Disney since October, um, you know, with being pregnant and whatnot. Just would rather stay in and stay safe. Um, but definitely, um, Disney is a big part of my life, and my husband puts up with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good with him. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll chat, we'll, uh, chat soon. Sounds good. All right, thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for coming on to the show, Adria. We'll be right back. The Blue Sky Lounge now has an online store with Tee Public. Show the world what a real armchair Imagineer looks like with t-shirts from our store. Plus, there's not only shirts, but you can get hoodies, masks, notebooks, or even onesies for your little ones. Head on over now. Our selection changes all the time. Just follow the link in the description down below. Welcome back. Now, this week we had a few interesting suggestions for uh, reimaginings of this ride. One of the more interesting ones was Shelby suggested doing a chocolate river. And then she wrote, oh wait, that's Willy Wonka. Though <laughs> I do like the idea of a chocolate river, might not necessarily fit with here, might be a little bit harder for the log logs to get through the water as well, but Shelby, I like the enthusiasm. Now our friend Sabrina, who was on the show last week, suggested making the attraction bigger. She said, you can never get enough Splash Mountain. The other really fun thing that she suggested was having people drying booths at the end of the rides, just like they have at Universal or in Disney's California Adventure as well. I really like this idea. You can get super soaked on Splash Mountain, so it would be really nice if they did have a drying booth so that you're not walking around in wet clothes all day. Plus, you don't have to worry about bringing an extra set of clothes in case you do get really wet. So Sabrina, I really like that idea and I really hope that with this reimagining that they have coming up with Princess and the Frog that they do bring in drying boots. I think that would be a, a really good idea. And our friend Gemma, who was on a few episodes ago as well, said she's really excited for the new reimagining of Splash Mountain. She really hopes that there is a scene of the fireflies and the song going down the bayou just like how uh, Adria and I discussed in the show itself. Now we both uh, really hope that as well. Like I said, I think that's gonna be in the laughing place area in the current attraction. I think that's a perfect place for it. Um, so I'm really hoping that that's kind of where you meet Ray the, the light bug and uh, all of his family and then that's the going down the bayou part. So I think I think that would be a really good fit for it and I'm, I'm sure that they are gonna have that song and incorporate it somehow. Now, Haley suggested that maybe not necessarily on the attraction, but somewhere close to it that they put a beignet stand. Now, I love this idea. For those of you that don't know what beignets are, beignets are just kind of like donuts, uh, just like a special type of donut. 
Um, and in Disneyland Paris, actually, in the Disney Studios, they have a beignet, or they had a beignet stand there, um, that they made Mickey-shaped beignets, and they were absolutely delicious. I think that this would be the perfect place to put a beignet stand, either in Disney World or in Disneyland, doesn't matter. Beignets are notorious for New Orleans. New Orleans is super, New Orleans is super famous for beignets, so it makes complete sense to have a beignet stand there. I think that, um, especially like, if you wanted to theme it to Disney, you could have those Mickey-shaped beignets, and that's not gonna change anything about the theming of it. Uh, if anything, it just kind of pulls in that whole Disney, Disney synergy, uh, if you will. So I really like that idea, Haley. Thank you so much for sharing that. Now, Renee said that she doesn't want the theming to change at all. She likes it just the way it is. Now, Renee, I'm completely with you on this as well. I think uh, that Splash Mountain is one of those classic Disney rides that is almost kind of like a rite of passage for people. Um, not to say that with the retheming of it to Princess and the Frog, it's not going to be a rite of passage. Um, but I don't know, it's it's just one of those classes that you kind of wish that they wouldn't touch. Uh, so I, t I definitely understand where you're coming from. I, I definitely get that sentimental nostalgic feeling and that I'm with you. She, she mentioned in her post that she would like to go on it one more time before it closes. I'm completely with her. I, I wish I could go on it one more time. So Renee, I'm completely with you on this. She mentioned in her post that she would like to go on it one more time before it closes. And Renee, I am completely with you on this. I think that um, it would be really nice to go on it one more time before it closes. We don't know when it's gonna close. So yeah, I think that it would be a lot of, a lot of fun to try and get on it one more time and have that kind of one last ride with that nostalgic feeling. And one idea I had was that throughout the movie of Princess and the Frog, Tiana and Naveen, when they're when they are frogs, travel down the bayou either on a log or which fits with the Splash Mountain theming because you're traveling in a log throughout Splash Mountain. But one thing that they also travel on is they actually travel on Lewis when he's on his back um, going down the bayou. They're traveling on his stomach. So I thought it would be kind of cool if they could make the Splash Mountain logs into Lewis the Alligator. That way, it's almost as if you yourself are being transported down into a like into the size of a frog, and you could do that throughout the um, you could do that throughout the queue of the attraction. So maybe you start off um, like a real person, and then in the attraction something happens. You meet the you know, Dr. Facilier, the voodoo man, the shadow man, and you get shrunk down to the size of a frog. And then you have to get onto Lewis's stomach or a log or whatever. I would like to see Lewis's stomach. And you travel throughout Splash Mountain as if you're riding on Lewis's stomach and he's like floating on his back throughout the ride. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, just something different that, um, that you don't see very often. Um, but I definitely can understand if they want to keep it as a log as well because, you know, there's not a whole bunch of retooling that Disney needs to do with that. So, um, but I think it would be a lot of fun to have Lewis, to have the ride vehicle be Lewis the Alligator. So, just, just one of my own thoughts and musings. That's a wrap for this week's show. Thanks for going down the bayou with us and submitting those ideas. So if you enjoyed this week's episode, please leave a comment down below. We'd love to hear from you. If you want to share your ideas or opinions on a future episode, please make sure to leave a comment in our Facebook community or on our Reddit page. The links are down below as well. 
Also, feel free to contact me at thebluesky-lounge at gmail.com. We are on most social media platforms by searching the Blue Sky Lounge, and please don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. And if you do like the show, please feel free to share it with your friends on social media. We'd love to hear from them as well. And please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Now please note that the Blue Sky Lounge is not affiliated with Disney in any way. This is a fan-run show featuring fan ideas and artwork that is in no way any true representation of what may or may not happen within the Disney company in the future. Now thank you so much for joining us here this week on the Blue Sky Lounge, and just remember to think, dream, believe, and dare yourself to use your imagination. Who knows what kind of blue sky thinking you can do from your armchair. Thanks.